Welcome to Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper, Assistant Pastor at North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. This broadcast will challenge and encourage God's people to seek revival. We pray you'll be blessed as you listen to Striving for Revival. Welcome to the Striving for Revival radio broadcast. This is Pastor Justin Cooper coming to you today from the KNVBC studio at the North Valley Baptist Church here in Santa Clara, California. My, what a privilege it is to have you join me for the broadcast today. What a pleasure is mine to take the Word of God, the King James Bible, and to share with you some eternal truths from the only source, by the way, where you can get eternal truth, the very Word of God. Thank God for our Bible, and I'm looking forward to getting into it today as we study through Hebrews chapter number 11. We're in Hebrews 11. We've been here now for many broadcasts, and we're continuing our study on the series or the topic of faith. We find faith described and defined, and then we see faith displayed throughout Hebrews chapter 11. Now, in Hebrews chapter 10, the unnamed writer begins his transition to the topic of faith. He's laid out the doctrine of Christ is better by a sacrifice. He's better by his priesthood. He's better uh, by his uh, fact that he's the creator of heaven and earth and angels and everything that's there in him, and uh, he's better. And now he transitions to this subject of faith. What is faith? Faith is trust. What is faith? Faith is dependence upon something. So what is faith? Faith is total reliance. Faith is trusting in that which you don't have to see. It doesn't even have to make sense. It's not reason. We're talking about faith. It's described in chapter 11, verse 1. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for. It's the conviction that what you hope for will come to pass. You've never seen it, but you believe it. You've never touched it, but you know it's there. For the evidence of things not seen, and by it the elders obtained a good report. So if you want to please God, you must have faith. Verse number 6 of our chapter tells us without faith, it's impossible to please God. That means you can try, you can work, you can endeavor, you can endure, but you'll never put a smile on the face of the Savior without faith. Faith is reliance, faith in God. We sing the song, faith is the victory that overcomes the world. But can I say it's not faith, it's faith in God that brings victory. Faith in stocks? Nah. Faith in sports? No. Faith in health? Never. But faith in God brings victory. And now we see that described and displayed in the lives of different Bible characters. Abel had faith. He obeyed the Word of God. Enoch had faith. He walked with God. Abraham had faith. He followed God. Noah had faith. He built for God. And so on and so forth. Sarah had faith. She, who was barren, gave birth to a child. Why? Because of faith. And the Bible talks about the faith of Joseph and the faith of Isaac and the faith of Jacob. Today, we're going to think about the faith of Moses. Verse number 23 begins by faith. Moses, when he was born, was hid three months of his parents because they saw he was a proper child, and they were not afraid of the king's commandment. Here it is. By faith, Moses, when he was come to years, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter, choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season, esteeming the reproach of Christ greater riches than the treasures in Egypt, for he had respect unto the recompense of the reward. By faith he forsook Egypt, not fearing the wrath of the king, for he endured as seeing him who is invisible. Through faith he kept the Passover and the sprinkling of blood, lest he that destroyed the firstborn should touch them. By faith they passed through the Red Sea as by dry land, which the Egyptians, as saying to do, were drowned. 
And there it talks about the next verse, by faith Jericho fell. We'll get into that next broadcast. We're going to study the faith of Moses. Moses is a very familiar Bible character. We could even say that Moses is a major Bible character. Moses steps on the scene of Scripture in the book of Exodus. Moses will be that pivotal tool in the hand of Almighty God that uh, is, the, in essence, the uh, jackhammer that breaks the chains of bondage, the key that opens the cell of captivity. He's the deliverer that God uses to lead his people from Egypt and into the promised land. Moses is reared in the palace of Pharaoh, but he's not an Egyptian. He's an Israelite. His parents are Jewish individuals, and uh, Moses is, you know, put in a basket. And by faith, the Bible says, when he was born, was hid three months of his parents because they saw he's a proper child, and they were not afraid of the king's commandment. The king had given a commandment that all these male children, they should be murdered. They should be put to death. And by the way, it's a godless, barbaric society that would ever advocate the murdering, the butchering of babies. Whether it's in the womb or out, say amen right there. So Moses' parents hid him. They did what was right. By faith, they raised their child. By the way, if you're going to be a proper parent, a godly parent, a Christian parent, you're going to have to learn to parent by faith. You're going to have to learn how to trust God and follow God and obey God and be led by the Holy Spirit of God and parent by faith. It might not be popular. It might not be palatable. It might not get you a ticker tape parade down the streets of your city. But I tell you what it does. It'll put a smile on the face of God and it might preserve your child from death or from the world or from destruction. By faith, Moses, when he was born, was hid three months. They kept Moses as long as they could. And then they gave him up. They put him in that basket in the Nile River and they entrusted him into the hands of God. The simple faith of Moses was passed to him from his parents. Because of God's promises to their forebearers, they in simple faith believed God. Therefore, they hid Moses for three months, and they were not afraid of the king's commandment, the Bible says. That crooked politician, they didn't care what he had to say. They obeyed God. That episode, of course, refers to the events in Exodus chapter 1. You can go back and read it sometime. And Pharaoh wanted all the Hebrew baby boys to be slain, but Moses' parents trusted God. And they took God at his word. They had faith in what God said, and they entrusted their son to God. What happened? God used him, raised him up to be the deliverer. I wonder what God might do with your children, Mom. Your children, Dad, if you would trust their life, entrust their care to God. If by faith you would give your child to God and say, Lord, make uh, your will be known, have your way in their life. All right, verse 24, by faith Moses, when he's come to years, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. He never forgot where he came from. He knew who he was. He remembered that. Moses took God at his word just like his mama had. He took God at his word just like his daddy had. He'd been blessed by God and being allowed to be trained by his godly mother. You know the story how he, uh, Pharaoh's daughter pulled Moses from the uh, Nile River, but then sent him right back to uh, his own family. God's good that way. She passed on to him God's promises. I can see as she began to uh, raise Moses and maybe bounced him on her knee and said, Now listen, their gods aren't your God and their way's not your way. Our God's the God of heaven. You don't trust them. You're not an Egyptian, son. You're an Hebrew and uh, trained him up. And so when he was come to years, he refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. That would have brought a lot of esteem. 
That would have brought a lot of power. That would have brought a lot of potential open doors and possibilities. But Moses said, you know what? No, I'm not yoking up with that crowd. There's been faith instilled in my life. Faith been, uh, has been implanted into my life. Moses had the right to be a prince in Pharaoh's court, but he refused it. Egypt was the most powerful and wealthy nation in the world. But by faith, Moses said, no thank you to the world and yes to God. He chose rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season he took god at his word now think about it if had moses not done that we wouldn't even know who moses was had moses not done that israel might be making bricks for pharaoh today but moses by faith trusted god he made a major decision a life-altering decision he esteemed the reproach of christ he said i'd rather go with god than get from this world he said no thank you to egypt and yes to the will of god by faith now the final phrase of verse 26 says this he had respect he had respect. It means his eyes were fixed upon him. He was looking forward to that blessing of faith. His vision was focused not on temporal riches, but on eternal riches. He didn't want to live for the here and now. He wanted to live for the sweet by and by. He knew about the sinful pleasures of Egypt. He'd witnessed them. He'd been in the atmosphere, if you, ha if you will, but he had no interest in those things. He wanted the hand of God, the blessing of God. He didn't want temporary gratification. He wanted eternal satisfaction by faith there may be pleasure in sin but it's always short-lived moses by faith had good judgment faith gave moses discernment and he realized the blessings promised by god were better than the fool's gold of egypt and in faith wisely he said you know what i'm going to choose the eternal the the long term over the temporal the short term no thank you egypt and he said yes to following God by faith. So here's the example. Parenting by faith led to a young man who made a decision by faith. And an entire nation was affected and delivered because of that faith. God give us today some Christian moms and dads that will parent by faith. And not just parent by faith, but pass on that faith to their children that one day those children might rise up and live by faith and make the good decision, the hard decision, to follow God and say no to this world. And they might make a mighty big impact in our generation. You never know who it is there sitting at your dinner table. We need to parent, live, walk, pray, preach, everything we do. Do it by faith. Well, that's our time for today. Until next time, pray for revival. Thank you for joining us today for Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper. Assistant Pastor at North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. Listen at this time every weekday as we strive for revival.